Blog Talk Radio. Yes, 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 I'm here. 
It is Janelle. It is St. Lou. It is CJ tonight, and hopefully um, Terry will be joining us. She had texted me earlier, um, and then I did let her know because she said she was going to be here for an hour. I didn't know which hour she was she was trying to come on, but um, the show will be for one hour tonight because of. Let me go ahead and get it on. Uh oh, no, that wasn't it. Ladies, have y'all been watching? Have you seen game one and two? Yes, darling, yes. Ooh, wait. Uh, Janelle, did you get the opportunity to see uh, either, either one of the games? Unfortunately, not to actually watch them, but I did get the highlights. Okay, all right. Well, we will go ahead and dive into it. You know, ladies, I got uh, – we're just going to talk about it. So, uh, game one – oh, 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 put out the back signal and guess what you'll get. Guess what you'll get, y'all. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, a full yeah. round. Yeah, I mean, Miss Terry. Get in here. Get in here. How we doing? Yes, indeed. We have a full round table tonight. It's the fifth portal in the house. Terry, A. Lou, Janelle, TJ. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and get into it. So NBA Finals are in full effect, and this series is tied. What you say? The Denver Nuggets came out. They took game one, beating uh, the Heat 104-93. Jokic, um, he uh, 14 assists in game one. That was the most by any player in an NBA Finals debut. Uh, another triple-double for him, 27-10 and 14. Uh, but we won't go too much. In. That was his ninth triple-double of the postseason. Um, second player with the triple-double in the finals debut. He joined Jason Kidd and Jokic and Murray. They were the second pair of teammates to each have 25-plus points and 10 assists in a finals game. They joined uh, Irvin Magic Johnson and James Worthy back in 1987. Uh, for Butler and the Heat, a finals history, they only had uh, – Two free throw attempts. They were two of two, but they only had two free throw attempts. And that was their first game one loss of the postseason. But now let's go ahead and move the game to the Heat. Took game two, 111-108. Butler, 21 points, four rebounds. Adebayo, 21 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Um, Vincent, 23 points, threw 14 points. The Miami Heat showed up. But not even that they showed up, the points, that the baskets they were missing in game one, they were falling for them in game two. Miami shot 17 of 35 from three-point range. That was 49%, while the Nuggets only shot 39%, 11 of 28. The Heat trailed by 15 points. They trailed by eight points heading into the fourth quarter. They outscored the Nuggets 36-25 in the fourth quarter, and that included a 12-0 run. First win in Denver for the Miami Heat since November 30th of 2016. And uh, with Miami, that was their seventh win this postseason when trailing by 10 or plus points. Uh, Jokic had 41 points, 11 rebounds, but only had four assists. He also had five turnovers. Uh, for Murray, he only had 18 points, four rebounds, um, 10 assists, but he did miss the tying three-point field goal in the final second. As I said, for the uh, Denver Nuggets, that was their first home loss in the postseason. They have now lost nine straight games when Joker uh, scores um, – scores 40 points but has four assists or fewer. And Denver had 21 fouls and 14 turnovers in the game to loss. Um, ladies, I'm just going to give you the floor to talk about. Uh, you can talk about games one and two if you want. Talk about um, just what you're seeing in this series. And I don't really think we went into predictions because we all said we wanted to see how Denver came, how the, the first couple of games went. So, well, I'll say that for later. I'll say that one later. Overall games, if you want to talk about game one, you can. Uh, but talk about game two, what you're seeing from the series, and just um, what you're looking forward to, you know, going forward in this series. Um, Terry, we'll have you kick that off. Well, me, for uh, game two, like you said, uh, Tina, the balls were just falling for Miami. And game mm -hmm. one, you know, they struggled. Like everything they, they threw up, it was like a brick, you know, and they missed it. But uh, in this game two, I mean, the way they came out playing, they came out playing with a, a, a purpose. You know, like mm -hmm. we was going to win this game, even though later, you know, um, Denver came back. But, you know, Miami came back and took it, took the game. Mm -hmm. But it just, you know, this is the type of game you want to 
you, you want to watch, you know. It keeps you on the edge of your seat, yeah. you know, because it's not a, a, a one-way game. Right. Exactly, exactly. Real quick, I got to shout out Kevin. Kevin says, I cannot talk trash while I'm wearing a Chicago Bulls jersey. And, Kevin, yes, I can. Because right now, our, both of our teams are sitting at home watching the finals. So, you know, as you see, I didn't, I didn't wear it. I only wore it when the finals came out because, you know, I don't know if, when my Bulls are going to make another appearance. But uh, we'll, we'll keep on keeping on. <laughs> but I see you, though. Shout out to you, Rashad. I see you in the house. Dale, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Again, it's only for one hour because, yes, the NBA Finals are on. And uh, share the show. Share the show, y'all. All right? One hour. Um, hey, Lou, what are your thoughts? Okay. My thoughts are this is it's getting so exciting, it's so exciting. You know, I went with with the nuggets, but uh, Jimmy Butler has something to prove, I tell you, that boy has something to prove because he's not playing around. And neither mm. is his team. Did you see that little boy, Vincent? Vincent ain't got business, he ain't playing, he's not playing, he's not playing. I'm just excited because uh, I just figured that they would get swept and then they and then they come back in game two. You see you gotta win by one. They won by three, so that's all right. But I'm just I mean, just to see them shoot and how they played that defense and they trapped those boys and shut down Jamal. They shut him down. They shut him down. Let Jokic get 41 points. Joker, he got what he got, but he just couldn't do it by himself. And uh, they just, uh, Jimmy Butler is and he's, he's a force to be reckoned with. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Goodness. Talk about it. Playoff Jimmy is real. I mean, it's just certain players that they – they shine, shine the brightest when the, when the lights are on them. I mean, Jimmy Butler is one. Playoff uh, Jimmy, playoff Rondo, uh, playoff LeBron, whoever want to be playoff, but but that is a real thing. Um, but but go ahead, uh, Janelle, go ahead with your comments on on games one and two. Hi, Peter. Um, it's 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 um it's good to see that we're actually going to have a series. I wasn't worried about. Uh, the heat getting swept because I knew that wasn't going to happen. But mm-hmm. um, I, I'm happy to see that they were able to take one. Um, and the thing that's interesting to me is usually it's the it's the team that gets the most rebounds that actually ends up winning. But in this case, that didn't happen. So it was it was definitely interesting to see. I, I was glad to see that um, the Heat turned on the defense and tried to shut folks down because it, if you leave the Joker out there by himself to do what he needs to do, it's not going to happen. So what I'm hoping is that they continue to do that. If they can just, you know, make the team depend on the Joker to get all the points, then they can definitely take the series. So. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, who who you saying could definitely take the series? The Heat. The Heat. Okay. Because if you because because if you notice when the when the Joker um, gets more the most points in the uh, for the team, that's when they don't win the game. Exactly. Then that leads me right into my next my next point, there, ladies. How interesting is that, that when their main player for the Denver Nuggets, the, the Joker, he can go off, and, and this has happened all, um, the, all the whole postseason. Joker scored 50 uh, going up against the Phoenix Suns. They lost. I think he scored 45, 45 or 48 in the first round with Minnesota. The, the team lost. But whenever the Joker has four or fewer assists, it's a lot, no matter how many points. But that's generally when he, when he has the most points. Um, if, if he has four or fewer uh, assists, the Nuggets lose. They are now 9-0 and, uh, nine and oh when he has four or less um, um, assists. How amazing is that? that um, or, or what do you contribute that to? That uh, if Joker is not facilitating, if he's not the facilitator out there on the field, now that doesn't mean that he's, he's still not getting his points because, as I mentioned, he's averaging a triple-double in this postseason. So he still gets his points, still gets his rebounds. But if he is not in the double digits in assists, then the then the um the, the Nuggets lose. What do you attribute that to? Uh, we'll go in a, in a backwards. Field. Janelle, what, what do you think that's about? Um, I think it's it, it it's attributed to good defense on the other end. I think what it is is because they're shutting down his 
his ability to pass the ball to his key players. So he has to, you know, step up and try and get the points on his own. And the the thing about the thing about Denver is they work best when they keep the ball moving. Mm-hmm. Um, they have enough they have enough um, enough players who have the ability to shoot the ball to where it, it doesn't make a difference who shoots it as long as that ball continues to move. But when you have people who are stepping up their defense, it shuts that ability down. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, hold that thought, ladies, because I want to – Shasha is uh, chiming here on the timeline. And y'all hit us up, too. We want to hear your thoughts. Um, hey, Ms. Bertha. Shasha says, um, through shooting in game one was an anomaly. I couldn't believe it. I think we have an entertaining series on our hand. We definitely do. But, ladies, what do you think about this? Shasha says it likely says the team may not be that good. Janelle, you want to comment on that before I, before I uh, pass it over to Aunt Lou? I don't think it's that the the team is not that good. I think it's that they're not used to being challenged. They haven't had they haven't had a real defensive challenge yet, and I mm-hmm. think that the heat is getting the heat is giving it to them. I think the heat is definitely um, getting ready to to show them what defense what defense is and try and make them work around it. I don't think I think that's what the biggest problem has been for for them during this off season because with every team that they play they've been the dominant team. Mm, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, Lou, what do you attribute? Um, you know, when it's high points and and low assists for Joker that the team loses. And do you agree with Sasha that um, it may be an indication that they're not a good team? Uh, I'm with Janelle on that whole high point low thing. Uh, just when somebody's playing defense like that, you just ain't going to just shut him down. He's not in his flow. Yeah, he's shooting, but he's he, he's supposed to be doing – that's one-third of what he's supposed to do. You know, mm-hmm. is he, he triple-doubles. Uh, that's assist. Uh, help me out, people. Assist, rebound. Uh, rebound. rebound. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So – when you're just getting your points and not the rebounds and the assists, so that's going to – the number one man is lacking. Uh, I don't agree with Shawshank and them not being a good team. I think they are a good team. But they just underestimated the Miami Heat up in here. Yeah. <laughs> No namers. The no namers ain't no famous people on their team. But you got Jimmy Butler and that old Bam out about Bam has been playing superbly. That boy he's been and he's getting a little rough and body and doing some body bumping up in there and that's what's happening. He's gotta get a little bit more aggressive. But and he's doing it. So see they just don't know what they got. See Miami got nothing to lose. They they don't have anything to lose because you know everybody expect them to lose. So, yeah. so they're going to come in there. And guess what Jimmy Butler said? The board prophesied. He said they're going to win the NBA Finals. Okay. That was it. So you said they're playing with house money. That's what you're talking about, A. Lou. Miami Heat, they're playing with house money. Come on, baby. I hear you. You better rest. <laughs> <laughs> my Uncle in the house there, Al, uh, Alquan Booker, thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Uh, let's see. Kevin here. Hold on, Terry. I'm coming to you here. Uh, Kevin says it's because outside of Jamal Murray and maybe Bruce Brown in transition, Denver really doesn't have a player who creates his own shot off the dribble. Okay. All right, Kevin. Um, Terry, what are your thoughts with um, how the, how Denver p- performs with low assist from Joker? And do you agree with that? I, I totally agree with the ladies. Um, and Janelle, the key word, defense. Yes. Miami is just playing Outstanding defense. It's not allowing the judge to pass the ball to get it really out of his hands quick enough. So it's the defense. It's not that mm. they're not a good team. It's defense. All the way live. All right. All right. Well, I tell you what, I, I knew this hour was going to go by quick. So um, and, and we just have a lot of uh, conversations still left. So I'm not even going to jump into a break. Uh, right now we will do roll call. Um, I'm going to do the – um, the little, um, my little drop, and then Aunt Lou, we're going to go right into the lyrics, okay? Joe, I see you in the house. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Tuning in. Don't forget, share the show, share the show, y'all. All right, so I forgot what order I said I was going to do it in, so I'm just going to do it in the order that I remember right now. We're going to do a uh, roll call time right now. Terry, are you with me? Terry in the house. Oh, Janelle, are you in the higgity higgity house? Yes, ma'am, I am. Oh, and Aunt Lou, what say you? 
This was now their, what, uh, eighth or ninth, no, seventh win in a row because we know that they swept Los Angeles. Uh, they won the last two games in the uh, in the previous round with the Suns. So now they might be on a little, little high. Uh, people are now looking at them as the favorites. They come in, take game one. They also allowed Miami to come back in game one. Now, um, they were up by 24 points in game one, and they allowed Miami to chip away at that lead. Now, towards like last two minutes of the game, it wasn't really in jeopardy, but still the Miami Heat made it a little bit closer than it should have been with the 24-point lead. So I really believe that Miami, um, I'm sorry, Denver took their foot off the gas in game two. With that being said, I also believe that game one would have been a lot closer, as I mentioned earlier, the shots were not falling for Miami in game one. Um, as I mentioned it, Deuce was, what, 0 for 9? That, that's not, I mean, uh, Vincent. Vincent was 0 for 9 and, uh, in his shots, and it didn't hit anything. So we knew that that was an anomaly. Um, and Miami, as their three-point shots fall, that's how they go. Jimmy Butler has really been, I would say, quite pedestrian in these first two games. He doesn't he hasn't really needed to do anything except the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, Jimmy Butler comes comes through when they need it, whether it's scoring, whether it's rebounding, whether it's you know, whatever it is that they need in the fourth quarter, Jimmy. Uh real quick, Sasha oh Seuss was over nine, I believe. Okay. I, I didn't know if it was Seuss or Vincent, but uh one of their key three point contributors went over nine. But you might be right, I think it is true. I don't I think it's Vincent. But We'll, I'll, go, I'll go back and, get in and look at that. Um, but with that being said, though, like I said, a lot of the, the shots just weren't falling for Miami in game one. Those same shots, they were falling in game two. Not to mention they were open shots. Denver's defense in game two was horrific. The mental breakdowns that happened in game two from Denver were horrific. Caldwell Pope, he had three fouls on a three-point shooter that was so unnecessary. It's like, Caldwell Pope, what are you doing? You know not to get into the into the space of a three-point shooter. And I think one of them was on um, Lowry. Come on now. You're really going to give Lowry a, a, a three-point three point, um, free, uh, free throw attempt? So Denver, I believe they – were feeling themselves in game two. They were down early. Uh, I think it was like 11 to 2. I think they may have fallen um, fallen down by like 13 or 15 points in game one. Then they came back. So they went up 15 points and then let their foot off, off of the uh, gas. Like I said, they had an eight-point lead going into the fourth quarter. And what you cannot do is ever count out Miami. Um, this game three is going to be pivotal. I think this might be the closest. I want to say maybe in the whole series, but if it's, it might be the closest game that we see in the whole series. So, ladies, what are you expecting tonight? Do you expect a more uh, the Denver Nuggets to look more like they did in Game One or in Game Two, with now being on the road? And for Miami, do you think that? Because it's all, like I said, it's all predicated on if their shots are falling. Um, but how do you see the Miami Heat coming out um, in, in game three tonight? What do you think that their main focus is going to be? Um, a. Lou, we'll have you kick that off. I expect it to be fire and brimstone on both sides. I don't think I think that Denver Denver is gonna come out shooting like crazy, and I expect it to be lead changes all night. They're gonna be up. Miami's gonna be up. It's gonna be back and forth, vacillating to the to the very fourth quarter. And I expect them to come out shooting. I expect defense to be even tighter, but I expect them to come up with something different. Because you know Miami, they don't defend like uh, most people do. They kind of set their own pace, and you know that that spooka wooka whatever they call name Spocka Walker, y'all know who I'm talking about. He doesn't play. And I just expect him to come up with something. They pull another rabbit out of the bag and they're just gonna surprise. But I but I think that Denver is gonna play their butts off. It's gonna be a great game. You hear me? It's gonna be a great game. I know, right. Three four seven eight two six 
888-727-9924. That's the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight uh, or hit us up on the timeline. And share the show, y'all. Share the show. Uh, Terry, what are you expecting for game three tonight? First off, Miss Lucinda is cracking me up. <laughs> she is cracking me up tonight. But I think I think that um, the Denver is going to, the Nuggets is going to come out as with their um, with it all everything that they have, and I think they're going to go start out, you know, shooting threes, hoping everything is going to fall, and mm-hmm. um, they're going to you know try to fix it fix it so that, the, you know, the joker can pass the ball around, you know, assist and so forth. But uh, also Miami is going to come out like they did in game two uh-huh. to, to that off so they can get this win. But if Denver wants to win, Denver's going to have to come out with everything that they have because, like you said, they did take their foot off the game. Mm-hmm. Probably because, you know, they were still hyped up from game one. They're like, okay, well, we came out, we beat them in game one, but we took our foot off the game. So, you know, we definitely got to win this game, game three tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody got to be in. You know, and, and, and as far as with Miami, with Jimmy Butler, yeah, Jimmy Butler, he come through in the fourth quarter. But Jimmy needs to get whatever he can get before the fourth quarter because it may not always work in his favor. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, in, in your opinion, you think that Jimmy needs to be a little bit more assertive uh, quarters one through three as well. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Janelle, what you expecting for Game Three tonight? Um, I'm expecting for Denver to uh, come out fighting like they did in Game One. Um, okay. Honestly, I think they're probably going to win this game because they need to. Set precedent. Um, they need to take this game in order to make it a series because if they let um, if they let the Heat win this game tonight, it, it's going to be a wrap for them. Um, because uh, Jimmy generally during Game Four it is a beast of another color. So I'm 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 thinking that. Um, Denver's going to come out fighting. They're probably going to take this game tonight um, because if they don't, it's going to be a problem for them. It, it truly is. I, I anticipate that this series is probably going to run off seven games because they're, they're battling. They're they're battling back and forth. But they, Denver has to have this game tonight. There's no question about that. If, if, they, if they lose tonight, it's definitely going to be a problem for them. Okay. And, well, and I'm I'm with um I'm definitely uh with Miss Terry on uh Jimmy needing to um actually show up for for all four quarters because um the team is counting on him and, and we know normally he will put the team on his back and take them where they need to be, but it it needs not to just be at the end of the game. It needs to be throughout the entire throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, I I'm agreement, ladies. I think that we will see uh, more of a game one Denver Nuggets team. Um, I think they will be focused. I think that was a lot of their problem in game two. They were making a lot of mental mistakes, especially in that fourth quarter um, that we we had not seen. Um, in the postseason. Now, during the regular season, now, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really start watching Denver until the postseason, but a lot of people were commenting on Mike Malone, um, you know, should the Denver Nuggets have a problem with how, because Mike Malone said, you know, we didn't come out and play, and he, he called his team out. Um, but he also said, he reiterated um, the next day at, at, the, at the podium, he said, whatever I said to y'all out here in the press room, I told my team that. He said, I asked the team, why did we lose that game? And they told me it was because of effort. They told me it was because of mental breakdown. So I, I commend Michael Malone. Um, but I also believe that um, they're going to come out more focused um, in, in game three as well. Um, but the Miami Heat, they, you just cannot count them boys out. But I'm in total agreement with you. I do believe that Denver Denver needs this game more than Miami. Not to say that if they, if they do fall tonight, Denver, um, that it's going to be a wrap. But I think that gaining that home court advantage back quicker, quickly um, will would just bode well for, uh, for for the Denver Nuggets. Now, um, and Janelle's already kind of answered um, the next set of questions here, but 
they always, um, I think the record is 80%. So the teams that are tied 1-1 heading into game three, it's um, 80% that the game three winner goes on to win the series. However, within the last past six or seven seasons, that hasn't been, um, hasn't been the, the, the ratio there. So, but game three is very pivotal. So Janelle says that she believes it will be um, the Nuggets taking this game. Um, Aunt Lou, who do you see taking game three tonight? Well, that's a good question. I would say I think that Butler and them need to take it at home on the first, first because they are at home. Okay. So I can see them taking it. Okay. So they know, I thought, hmm? No, no, I was just, I was just repeating what you said. Go ahead, finish. Mm, yeah, I was just thinking that you know you don't let somebody come come in your house and beat you like that. So I have a feeling that they're gonna try to take it. Okay, all right. So Lou has uh, the Heat winning. Dale says she believes that Denver will win. Terry, who do you think is taking Game Three tonight? Denver. Denver. Okay. Okay. Um, I I I did uh, I third that emotion. I think that Denver is going to take game three tonight. Um, like I said, I think this is going to be the battle of all battles. So this might be the best game we see in this series tonight. Uh, I don't know why I just have that feeling. Um, but I do think that Denver, um, I do think that Denver is going to take it. I do think that we will see. I would not be surprised if this is not the best that we see Joker play tonight. As far as assists, of course, um, I think he knows that, how important he is to help facilitate. Um, I believe that this is probably going to be the best game that we see out of Michael Porter Jr. He has been a little lackluster, um, missing a lot of shots from from three-point range, open shots at that. Um, I think we will see a more disciplined Caldwell Pope, um, Jamal Murray. Um, He's been consistent, I must say, Uh, but I, I just, I think we're going to see a very focused Denver Nuggets team tonight, and I do see them taking it, uh, taking game three. Uh, Mama says heat game three. So Mama and Aunt Lou, they they saying that, uh, that, that, that the Heat are going to take game three. But now, ladies, since we have a 1-1 series, we've kind of seen how the teams are going to come out. How do you see the series playing out? Uh, how many games and who do you think will take it all? Uh, I'll, whoever wants to go first, I'll, I'll kind of maneuver from there. I, I think they're going to go seven, and the Heat's going to take it. Mm, all right. All right. Let me write this down right here. So Janelle says <laughs> game seven, and the Heat are going to take it. Hey, Lou, Terry? I'm with Janelle on that. You know, I had said that Denver would take, but after watching Jimmy Butler and listening to his interviews, I think they got something up their sleeve. And, you know, I really would, I think Denver has, you know, they're young team, so they can come back and win again. But Butler's getting old, so he needs to, is he going to do it? It's time to do it now. So I would love for them to get a championship. I really would. Oh, God, it ain't Lou. Okay, i got to put a pin in that one. Uh, Terry, what, what are your thoughts? I think Denver's going to take it. I think they go to seven, but I think Denver's going to take it. All right. Oh, Lord. I love this show. Okay, I better record that. Um, I think I'm still going to stick with my prediction of six, and I do think that uh, Denver is going to take it. Um, Seven games scares me. It, it really does, but uh, but I did mention that I would like for Denver to be able to win at home, and in order to do that, they would need to, to, to win a game seven. So um, I, I'm going to stick with my original prediction, though, and I'm going to say Nuggets in six. But, ain't look, you, you hit on a very key point because I really didn't think about this. Uh, I love me some Jimmy Buckets. I really do, um, even though he left, you know, the Bulls. Uh, I understand why he left. And kind of like similar to James Harden's situation, didn't feel like he was being respected enough, um, and didn't people weren't seeing him as the elite uh, number one talent that that he truly is. So I think he needed to go elsewhere to, to gain his identity. But that being said, uh, Jimmy is getting older. Uh, he's 38, and you know, with the way that he play and are playing. 
is it possible for them to get back, you know, to this point? But let's be real, the Eastern Conference is a lot easier to maneuver through than the Western Conference. So for everybody to say that, you know, the Joker and the, and the Denver Nuggets are young, well, we also see that it's taken them three years to get uh, – three or four seasons to get back to this to this level because, remember, they were in the bubble uh, doing very well, and then Jamal Murray got injured. So I, I don't like to, 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 to think of, oh, well, you know, they're a younger team. They can get back easier. Mm, no, because, you know, Mother Nature can always derail that. So I'm torn. I really am torn because would I like to see Jimmy Butter, Butler get a ring? I would. But I'm really pulling for Denver, though. I, I would really like to see the Denver Nuggets um, take this one. So mm-hmm. I'm a little torn. I'm a little torn on that, that finals win right there. Um, but you you bring up a good point, though, Aylou. Jimmy is getting older, and, um, you know. But we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Lord, that person. It is here. You write about that. It's a, it's a, it's a. I'm just going to say this. Jimmy Butler then told the people that they was going to win. He said he was going to take the Eastern Finals, and they did that. No, he said they're going to win the NBA. His father is sick right now, I'm sure. He's up in there. You know, he's not talking too much about the situation. But I just believe that boy is on a mission. Yeah. And he got something oh, he- to you. His team is on a mission, too. They're on a mission that is not impossible. Oh, you heard me. Oh, you heard me. <laughs> I heard you, but I think the Joker got something to say about about old Jimmy Butler's prediction there, because you know Denver Nuggets they uh, disrespected uh, a lot a lot longer than 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 the Miami Heat there, and uh, two time MVP. I think he's gonna have something to say about that. Uh, did I hear somebody else want to chime in? No. Okay, I thought somebody else was, was saying something. Um, now, on a side note. And I just, you know, I, I try to be observant. But, y'all, have you noticed that now when they do the introductions for the finals, they don't do the starting lineups anymore? Has anybody else noticed that for me? I noticed that. I'm a little I'm a little upset about that. I look, That's what I look forward to the finals for because that gets you hype. They play the music, the home team. You know, they, 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 they turn on the lights and you, you get to see all the, you know, the, the hoopla. Maybe I'm – uh, reliving my Bulls days, but that was like the best part of the final for me when they would go and announce the starting lineup. What, what, what's going on with NBA Finals? I mean, if you're going to play the national anthem, yeah, come on now, you need to play the starting lineup. Everybody else got a problem with it. It's just me. I'm with you on that, TJ, because I ain't saying can you see me either. Oh, say start, start spanking. I ain't trying to hear all that. <laughs> Now, is it just me and they lose, or do we need to just, you know, calm down? No, no. No, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. I'm in agreement, too. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I was getting all set for the starting lineups in game one, and I was like, what? It's time to start. Hey, goodness. And I didn't like it when they had, like, the big trophy, and then they had, they had them come walking out from the trophy. I was like, okay, y'all don't have to do all that. But, I mean, just to, to get rid of it all together, I said, okay, well. But maybe I need to write Adam Silver and see what's going on there. Um, 347-826-7924, that's the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. William, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. All right, ladies, so real quick, because uh, I want to make sure that we uh, wrap up on time here. The game has started, so I'm not even trying to look and, and see what's going on. Um, I'm looking. Real- I know you are, Elo, so don't, don't, just, don't say any numbers. Okay. But um, uh, real quick, I did want to mention um, the commissioner, Adam Silver, he did come out and state that the punishment for John Morant um, looks like they have come to, come to some, type of, um, some type of punishment, but he did announce that they are not going to discuss it or release anything until after the finals saying that it wouldn't be fair to the two teams, um, you know, that are playing and they don't want to take anything away from, um, you know, from, from the finals. Uh, but he did mention um, that there was additional information that was found. Um, quote, matter of fact, I have a quote here. Uh, yes, from Adam Silver. He says, I quote, I believe the players said it would be unfair to these players and these teams in the middle of this series to announce the results of that investigation, end quote. 
Um, so again, John Morant said that um, the ruling for John Morant will come after the NBA Finals, but there was additional information that was uncovered that assisted in whatever decision that they have come to, it helped in that um, decision. So real quick, ladies, uh, just to go around the table, um, your thoughts on uh, the fact that the NBA is going to wait. Um, do you think, you know, that was a good idea? And how worried should John Morant be? So, uh, hey, Lou, we'll have to kick that off. Uh, I, I guess it's okay for them to wait, you know, because they don't want want him to be the focal point right now. Because you know we got these NBA finals up in here. <laughs> but um, John Morant, I don't know what else he could have done, but you know he needs to be worried. The boy got it just blessed to be beyond blessed. You know what I mean? You acting a fool and just foolish acting, and uh, he need uh, if they suspend him half a year, I wouldn't be surprised. But you know. It, it, He's going to have to do a lot of repentance and stuff coming back here. You know, people looking at him, watching him and stuff, and he's mm-hmm. just acting up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Janelle, your thoughts? Um, I, I'm glad they decided to wait because it, it I agree that it will um, take attention away from, from the two teams that have earned this final spot. Um, as far as uh, how John Morant should feel, I, I have no idea. You never know with the um, with the league what they're deciding to do, what they're going to do. Um, I will say that I did hear that the um, the gun that they saw him brandishing actually wasn't even real; it was a toy. So I don't know if that made a difference or what, but <laughs> it's it. Um, Whatever's going to happen to him, he deserves it. He ought to know better by now. Mm, I hadn't heard that. I know that's going to probably play a play a, a, a big factor. Uh, yeah, but but the perception, um, I'm sure, is uh, going to be taken into consideration as well. Um, Terry, your thoughts? I am. Um, I'm also glad that you know they're going to wait. But the only problem that I have, the commissioner, he's saying that he's going to wait, but then you you coming back and you're giving little bit by little bit, you know, uh, you found some additional information. You said you was going to wait, so you should have just left that part off. If you're not going to share that part, just left that part off. Okay. I mean, that's just a pet peeve of mine, but you could just left that off. But I think that, uh, Ja, I think he should be concerned. Um because it's nothing like uh, not being in the knowing mm-hmm. when you don't know what's coming down the pipeline. You know right. something is coming, but you don't know what it is that's coming, if it's going to have right. a, um, a overall effect on your life as far as your, you know, your finances, your family, your, your I mean, your daughter or, you know, his, his parents or whatever. You know, it's right. just being in the unknown. Right. Okay. Um, TJ, yeah. before uh-huh. you before you move on, I did want to um just put a little bug in your ear because I don't know if you I didn't know if you had heard or not, but you know the Suns waived Chris Paul, so he's now a free agent. No, I hadn't heard that. Yes, ma'am. Oh, and I heard I heard that Damian Little might be going to the Heat. Well, I heard Damien, he 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 wants to stay in in uh, Portland, and I think he needs to be tested because there's no way he needed he needs to get out of Portland because his his career is winding down too. Oh wow! Okay, well that will give us information uh, topic to talk about on next week. Chris Paul Wade. Wow! I think it's yeah. I I don't know. I don't see the Phoenix Suns moving in the right direction because this owner, just the fact that he got rid of Monty Williams, it, it just shows some people just can't accept power. And, you know, anytime, if, if something's not broke, there's really no need to fix it. Um, but mm, I wonder if Chris Paul wanted out. Okay, well, we, we, will, we will definitely dive into that next week. I want to make sure that I give you ladies enough time because that is a wrap for the show. Um, I did want to, what was, what was we just talking about? Oh, John Morant. Um, real quick, so shout out to Adam Silver. I think, once again, he's proven why he is one of the best commissioners in any of the sports leagues. 
because uh, the NFL, I think they probably would have dropped it. MLB, they probably would have dropped the news. Uh, but John Morant, with that information that it was a play gun, mm, maybe that goes into his favor. But then that might be even more, make him even more stupid. I don't know. But I think John Morant should be worried. I really think he should be concerned. Uh, but we will dive into that because maybe the finals will be over by the time we uh, meet up again. But with that, ladies, it is a wrap. It is time for our shout-outs. And, Janelle, we will have you go first. Um, Ms. Terry, I, I want to thank you for reaching out on Sunday because you have no idea where I was mentally before you reached out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm so grateful um, to have you ladies in my corner. I really am. This, this, this situation is just... It's been one thing after another. So thank you so much for for your support, Miss um, Lucinda. You did an absolutely fabulous job tonight um, on on your lyrics. Not that you don't normally, but but tonight it, it was um, uh, it was an, an excellent job, um, TJ. Uh, thank you to you also. Um, when I get a when I get a minute, I'm this whole time been texting um, my family. We got stuff going on, so um, I, I haven't gotten a chance to respond back to you because I'm in the middle of dealing with some other stuff. But um, thank you so much um, also to you for for reaching out um, because it, it it means the world to me to have people who who um are, are showing you love when you when you need it the most. So thank you. Thank you ladies so much for that. And you know we are keeping you lifted in prayer. Um everybody, you know, under the sound of our voice, just make sure that we please keep our beloved Janelle um lifted in prayer as she deals with the uh the passing of her father. So um but you know we love you. You know I'm always here for you. Uh you know like I said the day just got away from me today but um I just uh definitely you know, you are always in my thoughts and my prayers. Uh, Terry, you're up. Ladies, I love each one of you. I am so glad I was able to make it tonight. And when Tina said yeah. she was doing the show for an hour, I said, ooh, thank you. I'm going to make I'm not going to miss anything. And I was like, okay, Tina, you're the best. That's what my grandbaby tell me when I give a watermelon. She said, Granny, you're the best. So, Tina, you are the best. <laughs> And Janelle, just know that I am here for you, whatever you may need. I am here for you. I love you. And just keep your head held high. Miss Lucinda, um, as everyone has already spoken about your lyrics, they were awesome, as they always are. But you're just cracking me up tonight with these different voices. <laughs> I love you guys. Go be blessed. Enjoy the rest of your week. Definitely, definitely. All right. Ain't Lou? I got to give you applause, though, Ain't Lou. <laughs> Why you got to give me applause? Those I've been acting are... up tonight. Well, I would not give you, I would not want to encourage that tomfoolery. No. <laughs> that was All right, Janelle. <laughs> I just want to start with Janelle. Janelle, Janelle, you're such a swell girl. I love you, darling. I just know I, I haven't reached out to you, but I've been praying for you uh, every day. And, you know, I know how it is to lose parents. And i just hoping that everything is all right and just seeing my prayers are working because people are reaching out left and right and around the corner. But um, I just want you to know that I'm just so proud of you moving forward, even in the midst of what you're going through in your pain, because sometimes you just got to keep moving, and that's what you're doing. So I'm so proud of you, and I love you. Miss Terry, Miss Terry, I'm just glad to have you here tonight. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just a happy camper, I guess. But I love you so much, and it, whenever we can have you, be it two seconds, two minutes, two hours, it would be as nice. Preferably two hours, gal. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, T.J., T.J., what can I say, T.J.? I just love you so much. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for letting us have our show tonight. This is one time that I want to see this game. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just, I commend you. You're just being led by the spirit, you little rascal, you. But I love you. I'm so proud of you, and I just thank you for everything. Oh, thank you. 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 Th
Thank you, ladies. And y'all know, y'all know how much you mean to me. Words will never be able to express. So I thank you uh, for your, just for your commitment, for your support, um, and definitely for your love. I love you, ladies, and uh, we'll be back next week, 8 p.m., God willing. Y'all be blessed. Right. Enjoy the game. <laughs> love you guys. Bye, baby dolls. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. So tonight, real quick here, it is June the seventh. Uh, your Wednesday Wikipedia, nineteen eighty two. Steve Garvey. He became the fifth player in Major League Baseball history to play in one thousand consecutive games. My goodness, I know they're not doing that anymore. All right, so that's your Wednesday Wikipedia uh, birthday shout out today. Today was a, a, a very popular birthday. Uh, Nick Foley, Mick, uh, Mick Foley, I'm sorry, the wrestler turns 59. Mike Pence, our former vice president, turns 65. Tom Jones, the singer, uh, turned eight. Uh, yeah, turns 84. Liam Neeson turns 72. Iggy Azalea turns 34. Ooh, our beloved Prince. Sorry, y'all. Uh, he would have been 65 today. Can you believe it? Lost him in 2016. Uh, one of my favorite running backs of uh, the current roster, Christian McCaffrey. He turns 28. And A.I., Allen Iverson, turns 49 today. All right. So happy birthday. Shout out to all of them. Uh, to everybody tune in on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, two hours, one hour. We thank you. We love you for your support. Of course, yes, tonight we condensed to one hour because the finals are on, and I understand. Okay? Um, so thank you. Uh, but one thing I ask, share the show, y'all. Please share the show, all right? Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend about your girls on Wednesday night. Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo. Shout out to the Chambers brothers, Marvin and Harold Chambers. Of course, a great big shout out to uh, the Chop Shop, Robert Hatter, Jim Hicks, uh, sometimes Chris Walker out of Houston. Love you, fellas. Great big shout out to Aunt Lou. She did that tonight. You make sure that you go and catch the recording um, of of Lucinda's lyrics tonight. She she did that. Uh, of course, a great big shout out to the fearsome foursome. Janelle and Terry. Uh, Terry, thank you so much. I know when you said you were going to be here an hour, I was like, oh, Lord, I hope it's the first hour. And Janelle, just the fact that you are here at all. Um, again, I hope that this is just a little uh, reprieve for you to get your mind off of things. Um, man, I, I, the pain that I heard in your voice that day on that phone call, that, that, that still just kind of rings in my ear. So, just know that I am here for you. I love you. And, and as you see, we are all lifting you up in prayer. All right? I love you, ladies. Um, and please, as I said, please make sure that you keep Janelle in your prayers. Happy birthday to Mikey Franklin. That's our uh, Auntie Karen. That's her great nephew. He's celebrating his birthday today. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Fellas, I love you. Thank you so much for your support. And, of course, last but by no means least, to my mom. Miss Denise Green, thank you, Mommy, for everything you do for me. While you have your plate full, I'm talking about to the rim. Thank you for everything that you do for me and for LL Sports 2, for my brother, D'Angelo, the love, the support, the unconditional, that is the key word, the unconditional love and support that you show to us each and every day. I love you. All right? So that is going to do it for the show tonight. We'll be back next Wednesday at our regularly scheduled program time. Unless it's final. I'm, I was born with, with good sense, and I know what not to go up against, okay? <laughs> so we'll see you get back here next week, all right? So that leaves us time for only one more thing, that is TJ's motivational moment. Tonight I leave you with my daily prayer because, oh, I just, so hopefully you receive something from it as well, all right? The verse came from Psalms 33, chapter 33, verse 11. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Today's inspiration. We often think we can figure everything out by our own reasoning. We look to our own innovations to to improve our lives. And though our philosophies change with each generation, our world really doesn't improve. But God is timeless, and he calls us to center our wisdom not on our own shifting thoughts, but on his steadfast and timeless plans, which endure forever. It's got me to thinking. You think about how the world is trying to move further and further away from God, y'all. We've taken prayer we've taken prayer out of schools. All of these laws, the transgender, LGBTQ, and love who you want to, but you know, the use of the pronouns to describe yourself. Oh, everybody using the same bathroom. I'm telling you, that is not of God. You do what you want, you say what you want to, and you love who you want, but that is not of God. 
and um, the love affair that we have to write to to these uh, to bear um, the right to bear arms. Everybody's so in uproar that you you know you should have the right to, to to bear arms and all this, but you see it time and time again. And now we've had a shooting at a graduation, y'all. When is it going to stop? So let me read that inspiration again. We often think we can figure out everything out by our own reasoning. We look to our own innovations to improve our lives. And though our philosophies change with each generation, our world really doesn't improve. But God is timeless, and he calls us to center our wisdom not on our own shifting thoughts, but on his steadfast and timeless plans which endure forever. The prayer, Lord, when I look at the world, I see that it is as broken as it has ever been. All of the knowledge and learning that we have accumulated has not brought us peace and righteousness. Your wisdom alone is enduring, Lord, and your plans alone are steadfast. So teach me, teach us, Lord, to rely on your word and your truth so that, I may, so that I may find my way within the purposes of your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, but most of all, y'all be blessed. Enjoy the game.